Hey, Kayla. Hi, Ayana. Welcome to Fill in the Blank Podcast. Welcome. Welcome to another week at Feel in the Blank Podcast. <laughs> how are you doing, Ayana? I mean, we were just kind of talking about it, but tell the people how you're feeling. I'm good. I'm tired, but I'm good. Why are you so tired? You didn't get no sleep? No, I just had a full day of just constant filming and editing today. Oh, that it's- sounds productive, though. Yeah, I've been pretty productive for the most part. I think Monday was just about my only day off where I just did nothing. Mm-hmm. For the most part, I've been productive, at least during the weekdays. That's good. Yeah. That's really good. How about you? How are you? Your hair looks so cute. I, thank you. I was really nervous about it because I didn't know how it was going to look. Uh, Curly? Yeah, I, Violet has her entire face in my water cup right now but it's fine um yeah I didn't know how it was gonna look curly but I think it looks good um I'm not mad at it like it's a style so I think that that's my biggest thing yeah thank you um I'm good I've also been trying to be very productive um I have been trying to just like get organized and get really like create a system for myself that actually works. And I feel like I'm on the right track. Uh, It's taking me a lot of trial and error because that does not come naturally Mm -hmm. to me. Mm -hmm. But um, I'm back using like, I honestly feel like I have to use three systems in order for me to, for things to actually go according to plan for me. So I physically write it out in my calendar now Mm -hmm. like things I have to do and I have it color coded in the calendar and then I expand on those things in my notebook like my work notebook and then I also insert stuff into my my calendar in my phone Mm -hmm. and so I feel like by the time I do all that it really like drills into my brain like okay you need to check these things because I think when the weekend comes I don't think about like my calendar and notebook and stuff so then I have my phone yeah Mm -hmm. so I think you know that made me feel good this week I'm like okay you're you're trying to get it together baby steps yeah baby steps discipline is hard you just I mean you gotta start somewhere then it sounds like you're starting you know trial and error I think that's beautiful look at you adults discipline I'm trying. I mean, I think that that's the part I keep telling myself, like, you are an, you are an adult. Stop mm-hmm. thinking that you are just a grown child because you're not. You are an adult. So I think I'm finally letting go of the <laughs> the child in me. I mean, it's still going to be there, but I'm embracing the should. adult life more. It's important to be childlike sometimes. Childlike wonder is, should stay. It is. Childlike behavior should not. Yes, I'm speaking for myself. (laughs) I'm speaking for myself. Um, And for me too, needed that. (laughs) Um, Okay, so guess what we're talking about today? Listeners. Fun stuff. It's been And and hot topics. (laughs) Yeah, so people, if you want to hear the hot topics opinions on meg and nikki and drea being pregnant allegedly allegedly 21 year old uh stick around for that but first we're gonna get into these listener submissions because like you said it's been a minute Mm. and we have some pretty good ones so i'll start off with one of them okay you ready Hi, ladies. I am a new listener and already in love with you guys' podcast. Thank oh, you. Welcome. welcome. Um, I've been welcome to the party. 
Um, I've been listening. No, 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 not listening. I've been asking myself this question for quite some time and can never find the answer. Why is it that majority women I know are quick to end a friendship, but give a guy multiple chances? I am dealing with this situation and it hurts so bad. This guy has put my ex-friend through so much, but she continues to give him chances. So why does this happen? Well, <laughs> a friend doesn't keep you warm enough. <laughs> I'm not saying that that's like, okay, okay. I'm not saying it's okay, but that's, I mean, that's why, you know, people be a little digmatized. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, how things work is people are a little more willing to give guys chances when they have had sex with them and have an intimate relationship with them versus when it's a friendship is there are friendships that are like very intimate in terms of like the deepness of the connection. But I think yet and still people are just a little more willing to kind of like release that and feel as though they could probably find it again versus like an mm. intimate relationship where you've like poured so much of yourself into it. It's just, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I think, I, will, I think your answer is really it. People be digmatized. <laughs> I will say also, I think people kind of put a different kind of emphasis to friendship and relationships. Like, so to some degree, you have to be, I'm about to use a Christian term, Lord have mercy. Um, you have to be equally yoked in your friendship. Like y'all have to be, have the same kind of value when it comes to friendship. Uh, and similar to relationships, I think people look at them as like, this is my life partner. So I feel like I should be putting this person ahead of any of my friendships. Oh, um, did Marcus bring you some wine? That's so sweet. <laughs> that is so sweet. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I feel like people just put different emphasis on the different kinds of relationships. Um, I know I used to be stupid where I used to put more emphasis or more value. I did. I used to put more value on uh, my relationships with men than I would the friendships. I didn't come to really value friendships for, for what they are, which is wildly replenishing and and nourishing and and beneficial i didn't i didn't see them as that until somewhat recently um and i feel bad for anna because they kind of kind of had to get the 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 butt end of the bread at first because like i just didn't know you know what what friendship had to offer at that time so you know i used to put more of my energy into my relationships with men which was stupid yeah, I mean, I think we've all been there, though, because I think especially as women, like from a very young age, we grow up thinking like romantic relationships mm -hmm. are the pinnacle. Like that's yeah. that is the relationships the that you focus on. Yeah. And so I think we've all been there. I know that I was stupid for quite a long time. Um I even went through a period in high school where I lost like pretty much all of my friends that I had because mm -hmm. I was so hyper fixated on my relationship that I had in high school that I was just like, I like love y'all, but love him more. Like if I got to choose, it's going to be him. So, and it, it, it put me in a, in a bad situation though. Like I remember by the time that high school was ending and everybody had like these really close bonds and my relationship was in shambles and I was about to go to college. I'm just like, damn, like miss my opportunity for close relationship with mm. these women who I really enjoy like spending time with. But it's a it's a learning experience. Everybody has to go through it. Unfortunately, yeah. I wonder I have a curious, curious question. I wonder if only children have a harder time with uh getting to a point of valuing friendship or is it easier for us or do siblings have a harder time or easier time when it comes to balancing like relationships and you know like I'm curious mm -hmm. I wish so I want I'm curious to too study. because yeah I mean there's probably studies on it like if we look it up I'm pretty sure somebody has done a study about something like that but I feel like I'm not going to lie. I've heard quite often in friendships with people 
Like if they have a sibling that they're really, really close to, they don't value friendships as much because it's like, Mm -hmm. I got, I got my, like, I have an old friend that used to always say like, I really don't care about friendships because I have my sister and I'm really close to my sister and she's my best friend. So everybody else, like basically F y'all, which is kind of sad. And I feel like growing up as an only child, like, even though I went through that phase in high school where I didn't put a lot of emphasis on friendships because I was so fixated on that relationship, prior to that and after that, I've always been, like, very into my friendships. Like, my friendships mm-hmm. have always been important in my life. So I just think that it was, like, a moment for me. Uh, it happens to the best of us. It's okay. It's okay. Just... Didn't know what was going on. Just a poor child that doesn't know what's happening. It's okay. Uh, the point is, friend, uh, your friend just might, you know, have her priorities a little out of whack because she ain't thinking about friendship. She's thinking about them. Okay. Um, but it's okay. But Maybe notice, notice that she said, mm. she said her ex-friend. Right. They're not friends no more. So that means she cut her off and she's still fucking around with this guy. And she's probably like, damn, like we got into one little argument, but this nigga been doing you dirty for all this time, but you're going to cut me off, but you're going to still fuck with him. That is kind of, I wonder why she cut her off though. Oh, maybe she just kept saying something about the relationship and she was getting all uh, pissy about it. I've had somebody yeah, get mad that's at, another me. Lesson. at me. I had Anna mad at me because I uh, told her about her stupid ex-husband who thankfully doesn't listen mm. to this podcast. But honestly, if he do, what you gonna do about it? I still don't like your ass. <laughs> Sorry. I really do not like that man. Weak. But I have to love him because he is the father of my boo-boo, Noah. Mm-hmm. You know? It's okay. Honestly, anyway. the, the approach that I have always taken, because I think because I was the first friend to go through the... Yeah, I I think I was the first person out of my friends that went through that experience of like being the like dumb in love girl. Hmm. And everybody was like mad at me and yelling at me and just like, Kayla, like get a grip, like leave him and all that different stuff. So because of that, I approached all my friends in a way where I was just like, I would sit and just listen to them and just be like, you get so much like empathy once you kind of go through it yourself. You it's almost like you have to feel it for yourself to or or you have to or okay, okay. Let me put my thoughts together. Sorry. Pause. Pause. Um either you have to be the one who's like so vocal and then start to feel the distance in that friendship for it to for you to snap and realize like at the end of the day, I love my friend, but also it's not my life and it's none of my business. Unless she wants to vent to me, then by all means. I can understand friends get frustrated. I would get frustrated. Um, I still get frustrated by one of my friends right now who's dealing with somebody they ain't got no business dealing with. But at the end of the day, it's like, I'm not about to intrude on you. It's your journey. It's your life. Um, sure, you might make stupid decisions, but again, you're learning your lessons just like I learned my dumbass lessons because I've sure been a dumbass in the past. So it's like, you know, we're all just trying to figure it out. I give grace and empathy to my friends. Um, and I just try not to be so highly invested, even no, no matter how much I love and I care for them. Yep. That part, you just said it all. That's exactly how I feel. I I retweet what Ayana said. <laughs> not retweet. <laughs> I'm so dead. It's funny because I'll be saying stuff like, yeah, she was subtweeting as if somebody was just talking. It's like, what, Ayana? I uh, mean, sometimes it's fun to think back to when Twitter was fun. Uh, I'm glad people don't say uh, OMG out loud anymore. I'm glad that kind of died. <laughs> I used to do that. I used to say, LOL, that's pretty bad. Kayla, what? Not LOL. <laughs> Not L- Okay, LOL and is worse. That's way worse. I would be like, LOL, and start laughing. <laughs> it's like, just laugh. <laughs> just laugh. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm so dead. Ariel, you do still say LOL. <laughs> no, she's, she says OMG. OMG. Yeah. I'm dead. I think she's saying OMG. She said I say it all. 
<laughs> All right. Okay. Next one. You ready? Yes. Okay. First, I just want to say how much I love and enjoy listening to this podcast. I've never felt more heard. Love that. That's the purpose. Hello. Um, with that being said, I was listening to a recent episode where Kayla expressed that at one point she had to pray her way out of a relationship because she was so deep in. I'm there now. Oh, girl. Oh, I do not. <laughs> I'm so glad. I'm not... uh, it's gone to the point, right? It's gone to the point where I am sick of my shenanigans. Damn, not she's sick of herself. And my head is like, let's go, sis. And my heart is saying, but I love him. Anyways, long story short, we've been together for five years. Damn. And after year four, I moved out of the state to focus on me because I was so consumed with his life and it was a lot of emotional abuse and lack of support. And now I find myself still giving the same energy as if I still am living with him, but wanting to let go. Kayla, when praying out of it, what did you look for? And when was the moment when you, wait, where you knew it was time to release? Wow. Hmm. Um, well, first of all, everything that you said in this is what I looked for, knowing that it's time to go. If the relationship <laughs> is that emotionally draining, it's like the signs are there. <laughs> the signs are there. The signs, you have laid them all out, sis. Uh, you moved, like, for you to be with somebody for five years and you had to, you moved out of the state and you all are not progressing your relationship forward together. I feel like that's a really big sign that obviously you all are not moving in the same direction. Um, I think that for me personally, I noticed that me and this person were just so different. I knew that I could not picture my life with him. Like I would tell my friends, I'd be like, yeah, like I'm not going to be with him forever. Like I just have to figure out how to get out of this. And to be very honest with you, like it it took a lot of prayer. Uh, That was when I was first introduced to Transformation Church. So I was watching the series, I will always give big ups to this series, uh, Planted Not Buried, because that shit, and I shouldn't say shit, but that, it really dug me out the hole. It dug me out the hole. Like when I heard him talking about that you are not under, but you are just like, you're in a position of preparing yourself for the next stage. That was that really resonated for me. And it was kind of like the seed that was planted for me to go. And then this one day, I will always say, because it's, it's so vivid what the defining moment was. Um, I was on the phone with uh, Ariel and another one of our friends. And we were talking about her relationship. And she was talking about how happy she was and just like how she knew he was the person and how he made her feel. And when I was, when I realized like I didn't feel that way, Mm -hmm. I was just like, what am I doing? Like I'm wasting my time. I don't feel that way about this person. And, um, it just doesn't make sense. Like I'm forcing it. Like I knew I was forcing it. And I knew that the only thing I think, okay. The one thing that's super important to remember with stuff like this is like in every single thing, when you're in relationships, unless it's something where it's just like abusive or something like that, I feel like there's going to be like sprinkles of good moments, like glimmers mm-hmm. of like why you first connected with that person, but you have to take them for who they truly are yeah. and what your experience is with them instead of the glimmers. Like, yeah, remember who see they the are picture. as a person and think about if, yeah, you got to see the whole picture picture and you have to think if this person never changes and they are this person forever. Can I truly like see myself being with this person? Am I relying on their potential or am I relying on who they truly are? And I I think that that is the part that will make you realize if this person is for you or not. And it sounds like he's not, but hello, hello. Anything to, (laughs) anything to add? No, you hit all the points. You hit all the points. Oh, you did that. Okay, but girl, we are wishing you the absolute best. Okay, I mean, I don't know how long ago that listener submission was sent in, but I'm praying that you have found your way out of that situation and that you are in a happier place. Mm-hmm. Love that. Okay, so the next one. How do I heal after a relationship I never had? Ooh. 
I fell in love over again with my high school sweetheart years later. We rekindled, but she was not ready for a relationship due to past trauma. Now I am stuck and don't know how to move on. It's hard giving up the dream of never having her. That's so sad. I feel like uh, rumination and romanticizing. Ariel. Ariel. Jesus. Um, I feel like ruminating and romanticizing can be so dangerous for your heart and for your mind. Um, even even if you do kind of know someone or you're you're like getting to know someone or you vaguely know someone or you, you can see where you guys can go, like ruminating on what you guys can be is so damaging. But I don't know, like, how do you even stop that? Like, you, you just got to distract yourself. <laughs> Distraction, distraction. <laughs> like. I'm not gonna lie. I feel like when people when people have situations, because I know, like speaking from personal experience, that was hard mm. for me too. Like when you have like fallen in love, like had your first love experience, a lot of people have a really hard time like letting, letting that, that go. Yeah. And I think that it's just going to take you really accepting the reality of the state of you all's relationship to understand. It's a morning. Yeah. He if has a morning. Yeah. So how do you do that? And though? she's saying she's not mourning it. Yeah. Hell, like, how do you sit? properly? Honestly, mourn? honestly, don't <laughs> Ariel, shut up. <laughs> Ariel, tell us some color. No, don't call her. Don't call her. If she says she's not ready. She's not ready. You can't, you can't yeah, force honestly, somebody for me, it. mourning the past relationship looks like sitting there and like looking at all the old pictures and videos and letters and shit and being like, damn, that shit's sad as hell. You got to cry you- over a glass of wine, play some Solange in the background, dance, and let it go. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but would you advise him to like let go of those memories? Like maybe he should have a ceremony or she should have a ceremony for themselves and like, you know, write a letter to them that's not gonna they're not gonna see it and then like gather all the things and then like let it go. I mean, I so okay, I will say though that I did do that part, like that writing the letters to exes thing and then like Mm -hmm. ripping it up or burning it or whatever that really helps like releasing all the feelings um but I also think you should still have a drunk dance party while you cry (laughs) over the picture oh I would I think you have to memorialize it I don't have a drunk I have a high dance party (laughs) and when I tell you I'll be dancing for hours just to cope and by the end of it you feel so much (laughs) so much better so yeah i say have so a ceremony a dramatic ceremony for yourself even if it feels weird it don't matter be dramatic have a dramatic ceremony for yourself mm-hmm. gather all of those memories they're laid out in front of you cry it out get higher get drunk get cross fade shoot i don't know what you float your boat and then just dance it out <laughs> yes and then after that okay let me tell you what you have to do after that though you have to delete all the pictures. You have all to delete all the text messages. Yep. Get let rid it of it. And let it go. really let it go for real. Like you're not going to be able to start moving on if you have access to going back in some type of way. So she's going to have to get blocked. Sorry, no, don't sorry. block her. She's... I block people when I need to release and move forward. Because uh. I can't. But wait, what? It, okay, so so wait, what did she say? Why did she say she couldn't be with him? She got to heal. Past trauma. What does that mean? You got to put yourself first. Oh, okay. I'm just saying. I mean that. I got to put me first. I got to put me I first. And and for me, for me, it's blocking because I can't trust myself. So. If I block you, that's going to make it a little easier mm-hmm. for you to not contact me and get stuff started up. And for me to not contact, it's the reminder. Like, well, oh, what, yeah. if, what if she gets to a point where she's healed and she says she's ready now? The issue is, is like, will, there's a way. 
the issue is is i don't think anyone should be waiting for someone else like i just don't think that that's okay you shouldn't yeah like i, I don't think that's there's okay. no such thing there's no such. it shouldn't yeah. be a thing at least i agree with that dang r.i.p to that relationship because that's sad let it go let, let it, go. it go okay last one you ready Mm -hmm. uh from this listener what encourages you daily when you're not feeling like your best self how do you still show up for yourself oh I like this one first of all number one I <laughs> I always have to be honest with myself with like what what do I even have like do I have the energy today do I actually have the energy because I've gotten to a point where I'm okay with resting now and I don't feel guilty about it um however I give my Ooh. time I give myself a set time it's like okay just today and then tomorrow I'll start stuff all over again but today I'm exhausted and I I need I need a day of rest okay um and that's what definitely keeps me going is uh recognizing when I actually need some rest. Um, because sometimes you just be down, bro. Life be life in, or you just exhausted, hormones and stuff. Like, shoot, it's hard being a woman. <laughs> but I mean, yes. aside from that, like, I think, I think now where I am in this place in my life, like this is the, this is the most anything I've ever felt. So the, the most, the safest I've ever felt, the happiest I've ever felt. Also, uh, the, in some ways, the most intimidated by my own life I've ever felt. But nonetheless, I'm able to yeah. take a take a pause, look back to where I was, and go, I've really made some some strides in in my life just over the last decade, over the last five years, over the last year. Um, and that's what continues to encourage me on top of the fact that I have an amazing support system that I've built over the last couple of years that continue to fuel me even when I don't have enough uh, fuel for myself. So, yeah. I mean, that's, that's my answer. That was beautiful. Um, <clears throat> okay. For me, it's so crazy because, I mean, I have something new that has encouraged me. Uh, this is like going to be a special special shout out. I don't even know if I could do this for real. So I'll mm. be kind of general. But um, I think it's just so important, the people that you keep around you. Facts. And uh, seeing people around you being able to like do their thing, it inspires me and pushes me to do my thing. That's and facts. crazy enough... Today at work, we celebrated um, celebrated my boss. Uh, she just made four, tomorrow makes four years since her business has been going. And I cannot lie to you. You want to talk about like intimidation mixed with like encouragement. I feel like that is it because seeing what she has created, me and one of my um, coworkers were talking today and we were just talking about how inspiring it is that like when I started there she was showing me like sketches and layouts of the drop that's about to come out now a month later she's like yeah we're gonna create this and now it's like here on racks we did a whole photo shoot and it's wow. in production like ready for people to buy and just that those are the types of things that make me like seeing her do that I'm like I'm so in my head about so mm -hmm. much stuff because you literally just need to do it like yeah. and you have to just kind of like push like literally yeah. just push through yes so I just think seeing her like and having other people around me that have like goals and have things that they've created and things that they just like we like we've talked about ideas of things and then now it's like actually real and happening I feel like right mm -hmm. now that is what is pushing me and motivate me like I'm I'm very motivated by the people around yes that's that's a good one oh my god that's a good one so I, I will say as soon as this this I say that a lot I just really I will say I will say okay well girl just say it damn damn 
Sorry. Okay. Um, at the start of this year, my bad. At the start of this year is where I was like, Ayana, it's time to get your life together. Like I had a new wing, a new wing. I had a new wind under my wings. And I will say Alex has been a huge support for that. I feel, I feel like him just being so supportive and, and building this vanity and like encouraging me to, he's like, oh yeah, I think you could do this. You could do this. And I'm like, you know what? I can do it. And I just got to a point where I just stopped thinking about it. So I'm like, Ayana, just do something. Just do something. Yeah. Something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You got to start from somewhere, hon. You got to start I, somewhere. Man, watching other people kind of do their thing and be as disciplined as they can be or as creative as they can be and like have all these traits and, and characteristics that you want for yourself. It is so encouraging and also intimidating. But it it drives you, man. Yeah. Get a mentor I just look... Hello, that part. I'm just, I'm so grateful to be in the space that I'm in. I think mm. that another thing that like pushes me daily is thinking about where I've come from. I'm yeah. that type of person that is like, I think about the past. And so being yeah. in the position I'm in now versus the position y'all know that I was in last yeah. year, which was me in shambles and just having the like, the freedom to be myself and be creative and like, it is like, I just feel so blessed. Like I really cannot complain. I can't say anything bad because it's yeah. just like, this, this is the place that pushes me because I'm like, now I have all the things that I dreamed of. So it's like, what are you going to do with it? Right. What are you going to do? So, all right. So what is it? Let go dead weight. Anything that isn't working mm-hmm. for you. That'll, that'll keep you going each day. Once you let go of that, it's a little lighter, a little light in your step, uh, have some, yeah. some encouraging and intimidating people around, <laughs> or at least be in an environment that's encouraging and intimidating. Cause you want to be both. You want, ha- you want to have both. Yeah. Uh, but then also self-care, you know, mm-hmm. if you need to take a rest day, take a rest day. I think that's all of it. Yeah. 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 That part. Love it. Hello. Hello. Okay. There's the other ones. Sorry. So we've made it. No, go say it because I was about to switch gears. So (laughs) gears. Um, and then there's the other ones that other people like to incorporate, like affirmations and prayer and meditation. Nonetheless, I feel like all that's basically self care. But yeah. Okay. Well, now we can switch gears. Put that thing in sport and we're getting spicy now. <laughs> Let's go. All right. We are talking about hot topics, hot topics. again. <laughs> so first up, first up mm. is Drea allegedly is pregnant by a 21 year old. Allegedly. We don't want to allegedly. Well, and for the record, let me look up Drea's age. I was just about to say, how old is she? Hold on one second. Drea age. 39. Mm. 39 and 21. How big of an age difference is that? You know, I can't do math. Let me pull the calculator. That's like 17 years. 18 years? 18 Two years. Oh, and I think I think that people were saying that this this guy is the same age or around the same age as her as son. Her son. Ooh. Ugh. That's weird. That's weird. But then so, so for me, it's gonna be a no for me, dog. Mm, yeah, I can't do it. I can't do it. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm trying to think if it was the other way around. And see, this is the part about the double standards. But let me let me explain something. I don't agree with this across the board. I don't think I don't either. <laughs> that if if literally, oh, he's eight. He's eight. He's not eighteen. He's not eighteen. He can't be. He's 18. not. He's twenty one. No, he's twenty one. It's an eighteen age, eighteen year age difference. Oh. Um. This is my thing. I just feel like if you're only a few years off from going to jail, like if two or three years ago you would have went to jail for dating this person, you don't have no business dating them. 
I don't think anyone should be so, dating anyone else with such a big uh, age difference until they're like maybe like 25, 26 plus. What is the age difference that is acceptable to you? To me, it's when their frontal lobe is developed. And that's about 25, 26. <laughs> no, but I'm... Oh, you mean on, age difference. Saying, what's the, is there a certain like limit? Mm-hmm. I mean, no, I don't think so. I think at some point I might be like, but like, it's like, I mean, they're an adult. So like, what can you say for real? No, I'm going to say, uh, and I'm going to say it's a hell no. And I feel like you should go to jail. (laughs) Um, I just personally think that after maybe like a, and this is, this is damn near pushing it. This is damn near pushing it. Okay. But Maybe, possibly, maybe I can accept 10 years. Okay, but you can't accept more than 10 years? No. What, Kayla? And I said, maybe, possibly, maybe. I Listen, I said, maybe, possibly, maybe. I really don't agree with 10 years. I said it's pushing it now. I don't think there's anything wrong with anyone with like a large age difference just as long as like they're at a point where they're consenting adults and like legit consenting fully brain development going on like you ain't got no extra room in that skull of yours it's all filled up kind of thing I think it might be like but like it's like well whatever that's y'all business because my parent my parents are like 12 years apart. I think I know someone else whose parents are like 15 years apart and (sighs) it stresses me out. It stresses me out. Okay. Wait, I have an example. I have an example. I have an example. Do you (laughs) real housewives of Salt Lake city. Okay. And Ariel knows what I'm about to say. She knows what I'm about to say, but this is, this has a little bit of a twist to it that makes it really loose. Mm -hmm. But there's a woman on Real Housewives of Salt Lake City who mm-hmm. is married to Ariel. Please tell me what it is. Married to her. Is it like her step-grandfather? Ah. Step-grandfather. Ah. Yes. So her grandmother, when her grandmother was sick and about to pass away, she wanted her granddaughter to marry her husband and she did and she did okay i think that's where the issue is though it's the fact that it's her her step-grandfather if she want to marry some other old man that ain't none of my business but it's the fact that it's her step-grandfather i just get a little concerned i just get a little concerned like what what is the appeal what is the appeal (laughs) Wait, it's the fact that he been in both of their kitty cats. That's nasty. That's nasty. Ayana, you just you just reminded me of uh, you just reminded me of girls trip when Tiffany Haddish was like your whole bloodline nasty. (laughs) What did she put that in the will? I'm confused because that's nasty. It's gross. It's okay, gross. I interrupted. What did you? But say? she did it. I don't know. I just don't know what the appeal is. I want somebody to explain it to me. I'm not I, like I promise. I'm not trying to judge because everybody's stories are different. Okay, mm-hmm. so don't don't shoot the messenger. I just I just personally don't understand it because I don't know what at any point in life what I would have in common with somebody twenty years older than me. Well, the thing is, is that you'd be shocked how much in common that you might have with someone 20 years older than you. I feel like by the time, okay, yes, you'll be have some differences. I'm not saying I personally would, but like, yes, you'll have some differences or whatever. But like, I feel like some people just are, are more attracted to older people and then vice versa. So it just happens to align. But then also some people might just be attracted to the... To the more the the established, you know, older gentlemen, you know, um, I don't. Yeah, they're two adults. Like by all means, do what you do. I just feel like I just I just think with that comes a lot of like control in my mind. So like, 
if I am 20 years younger than you dating you and mm-hmm. you are so established and I'm the I'm the young young hot thing, young little trophy wife girl, it's like <laughs> what are we doing? What do you mean? You living your life. Do I get allowance? Like, yes. I just, or you just, I just feel like it's giving, sh- it's giving sugar daddy. It's giving What's sugar what? daddy. It's not giving husband. It's not giving mate. It's giving. It's nothing it's wrong give, with it. But I'm just saying, like, sugar baby with uh legal rights. Hello. With a ring. <laughs> with a ring. Hello. <laughs> and legal rights. <laughs> that is. Hold on, hold on. The title of the episode is going to be Sugar Baby with a Ring. <laughs> I'm fucking dead. Or it should just be Kitty Cat. <laughs> Kitty Cat. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, I personally okay. it, but I also like whatever. To each his own. It ain't none of my business. To each his own. It ain't for me. I'm it just trying to gain me. an understanding, y'all. So don't, don't yell at me. I just don't get it. I wouldn't do it personally. That's all. Yeah. Okay. Next topic. Mm. Krishan Rock. Oh. I'm tired. I got one thing to say. Yeah. That's that was the one word I had. Tired. Tired. <laughs> oh my God. You know what? I literally unfollowed Shade Room just so I didn't have to see any of uh Krishan blue face drama like I literally don't care to see any of it and then next you know I'm just scrolling and it's still popping up on my timeline that she got that big old tattoo of his face on her face didn't she just remove the one on her neck she just got it covered up and now she's so this is the part that's bad obvious place that's what I said. This is the part that's bad. It's on the face. So even if you get this shit covered up, you're still you going to have a tattoo on your face. You can see the outline. You can see it. She going to have to burn her I'm, skin I'm off. I'm tired. This is, this is what I wish that we could do collectively. Like, I don't believe in canceling people, but it's moments like this where it's like, if we just all stop giving attention to Krishan. Look, as we face, talk about her on the podcast. As we talk about them on the podcast. But I'm talking about like, I'm talking about in terms of like, stop following them. Mm. Stop liking the posts. Stop joining the lives. Like, because I feel like that's y'all because she's doing it. That's what I mean by that. Yeah. It's, she's not well. Like she needs help. She's not. Um, The baby needs help. It's just a lot happening. Yeah. A lot happening. People have also been diagnosing her baby with a very rare syndrome. Um, I'm -hmm. not a doctor, but I see what they're talking about. Again, I'm not a doctor, so I'm just like, all right. But, I mean, I think she has enough on her plate. She don't need to be on live, and she don't need to be tattooing this man's face on her face. She need to let him go. And now she got a baby with him. This is what I mean by, like, if we stop fueling it. Like, I don't follow Krishan. The only content that I see of Krishan is typically, like, repost, reposted content from other people. Um, But I just feel like if we stop feeding so much into what she's doing, the antics can maybe stop. Or something. I don't, think, I don't know. I don't think that's going to happen, though, because then, cause there are people, there are, there are cruel weird people out there who continue to feed into the madness i think maybe some people may be following her for for the sake of actual concern but like most of those people are looking at her as entertainment and they just want somebody to talk about but that's the part that's sad because there's nothing entertaining about it it's like, not inter- I hate it's when sad. People, yeah it's like i really hate that people like feed like have joy based upon other people's pain like it's saddening it's really really sad to see what is going on asia saying she has a whole fan base who loves her endlessly and agree with her actions i didn't know that see again i wouldn't know because i don't follow her so i don't see what people are actually saying in like the comments and stuff but 
My heart breaks for her, and especially they need help because too. she had no. They all need help. <laughs> My heart breaks for her because now she has a child. She's tied with this man, not just by you know by shared blood and in, in a human being, but also his damn face is on her face. So it's like, well, damn shit. Anyway, ladies, ladies listening, if you are young. I just really want you to like value yourself, please. please. Like value yourself. Um, there is not, there is not a man or a woman or a person on the planet that is worth you completely devaluing and lowering yourself to a standard that is just completely not you. There is not a person alive that is worth it. It's it's just not. And that's the part that's the saddest about all of this. All of this is that Krishan has obviously lost herself over time. Like she, mm-hmm. she is completely just gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's lost. She's definitely lost. I, I don't know much about her. I don't know what her, her upbringing was like, but I'm assuming it must not have been very great um, for her to be I so did attracted see, to this. I did see at one point she was um she was running track and she was like Yeah. She looked healthy. She was her yeah. voice sounded different, like everything. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is so sad to see what happened. Yeah. Yeah. I just think at the end of the day, women, ladies, young ladies, never make permanent decisions with, uh, never make decisions that end up being permanent in your life. Protect yourself in all ways, physically, emotionally, mentally. Also keep that soft heart, but nonetheless, be careful with tying yourself to somebody for forever because she got a baby with this man. And again, this nigga faces on her face. All right. I'm tired. And I just feel, I feel, okay, my last thing I'm going to say, I just feel extremely bad for the baby. This baby has yeah. been through so much in such a short amount of time. There's obviously some type of care that he needs that I'm not sure. I can't say that she's not giving to him. I don't know. But the baby's genitals have been all over the internet. And it is just, it's extremely sad. So I just don't agree with these type of abusive relationships that that should have been it for her. Like that should have been the done deal. Like there were plenty of other things that happened before that. But if anything should have been the done deal, it should have been her child's genitals making it all over the internet because the father posted mm-hmm. this is so sad okay next topic because this is depressing yeah um, meg and nikki oh my god oh my god i wasn't i really had no interest in listening to that damn song until you who was it you sent it and i was like all right fine i'm gonna listen and i just I was, bro when she was in she was like and if we want to play reindeer games i'm like bro Nikki! 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 <laughs> we are scared. It's the fact that half the song was literally just her monologue. And, I'm- and it's giving, it's giving embarrassing. It's giving, this is your downfall. And she really didn't have to do all of this. Like Meg didn't even say her name. This, that's the part that is so crazy. I'm just like, you're literally ruining your legacy as we speak. Like, literally ruining your legacy. I saw somebody say on TikTok, this was a really interesting, like, uh, take. But they were talking about how, like, Nikki's uh, promotion, like, her uh, graphics and imagery for Bigfoot didn't hit the way that she probably thought it did. Mm. Because it's like, she literally put, like the the promotional image was big feet stomping through like this person is is tearing through the city like she's wrecking shit she's like they're basically making meg into like a giant and nikki put her foot into meg's footprint as if she's after her you know like meg came before her Hmm. so she was just like yeah like meg it didn't eat the way that i mean uh nikki it didn't eat the way that you thought it did and i just personally feel like Nikki should have, she could have responded because it's pretty obvious that the shot was at her. But Mm -hmm. I think that the way that she responded made everybody lose a lot of respect for her because it's like, 
you are Nicki Minaj and you just yeah. you went on a downward spiral for 72 hours on live and over you one bar out over a bar and you made a whole song about her <laughs> tell me some lying on your dead mama on your dead mama lying on your dead mama lying on your dead mama like what is happening and now oh that's the thing did you hear about the fact that people are trying to like the barbs are trying to go dig up Meg's mom? That's they're crazy. Cause why would you do that? I don't know. It's so sad. Uh, yeah, they got the they got the security or cops protecting it or something. Yeah, that's really sad. I just think that Nikki needs to relax. Um I think that. I think that she could very easily like it, you know, it would be different. I think it might be a little different if Nikki still had like the rap game and a hold on feet, like she for don't. female rappers, but she doesn't she like, she, she just came out with an album and it was good, but it wasn't like amazing. She, she should have done like Wayne and just like faded out. Yeah. Just fade just out. Respect, just respectfully bow out and then hop on features every once in a while. Every you know? once in a while. Hello. But now I she's will say, where my prayer warriors at? Like, it's not it. After she said all the good pussy gals and then she talking about prayer warriors. I was like, what is happening here? <laughs> I'm so confused. It's very confusing. Um, I will say though, on the album, on the <laughs> album, she did have a bar, well, a few bars for Lotto on one of her songs. Mm-hmm. And she kind of ate that shit up. She, yeah. She kind she she kinda ate Lotto up. So the issue is, like, she came out with this first, so I'm not going to even bother listening to the other shit, because I'm like, it's going to be ass. No, but this is, this is from Pink Friday, too. Oh. But this, she, so, you know, her and Lotto are in beef as well. Mm. And so, she came out, I'm trying to find the song. Nikki Nikki is literally beefing with everybody. (laughs) It's just giving troll and hater. Hold on. Not every right, right, Asian. Every, good, every rapper. good rapper. Because she's not beefing with Ice Spice. You think Lotto's a good rapper though? Yeah, Lotto is a good rapper. Oh, maybe I don't listen she to her. She is. No, Lotto is good. She oh. can rap. I mean, she might not be everybody's like cup of tea where everybody actually likes her, but Lotto can actually rap for real. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm trying to find this bar that she had for her because I want to read it. Oh, okay. Okay, let me explain this. So, Lotto has... Okay, and then we're going to move on. Lotto has a, like, little podcast on Apple Apple Music where she brought Chloe on, and they were talking about... um, They were talking about Quavo. Okay. They were talking about one of them, and Lotto missed spoke and said because you know everybody doesn't use locks when they talk about oh yeah they say dreads yeah some people with dreads dreads. still say dreads right so she said dreads and chloe corrected her like very lightly though she was just Mm -hmm. like yeah because she was like i love his dreads and chloe was like yeah i really i love his locks Mm -hmm. so she didn't like say it's locks but she kind of corrected her yeah so this is this is the bar. This is the bar. Uh-oh. Picture you ending up under the sea where the dread at. So her sister, Chloe's sister, is Hallie, who is uh-huh. under the sea uh-huh. because she's the little mermaid. Uh-huh. Then she says, picture not listening when I said you would dread that because they was on the phone and Nikki was trying to tell Lotto. We don't know what the context was, but she was basically trying to tell her like not to do something and they were arguing. Mm. Then she said, then she said, I mean locks hoe. Use a chop hoe. Mm. Mm. But when you hear the song, it sounds like she's saying, I mean lotto. Cause she's saying it so fast. So wow. but she said, I mean locks hoe, use a chop hoe. That's uh, I said, she fucking got one coach. Mars. But Meg, she did not eat her up. She did not eat no. Meg up, and she needed to sit that one out. She probably she needed did. a little more time in the stew for that one. I agree. She was a little too uh, impulsive and reactionary, okay? 
This is our last topic. We were going to talk about some more stuff, but we don't have time. So real quick, hmm. let's talk about uh, Bachelor. Ooh, Bachelor. <laughs> bachelor. I wasn't sure if I really wanted to watch it or not, but I mean, it's not terrible. I was excited because I really liked Joey on Charity Season. I actually so. like Joey. I'm not gonna lie. I actually like Joey. He's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, it's gonna be good. Like, I was really excited for him. Uh, so is this so our first time talking about it in general? It is. It is. Okay. Um, so first, let's talk about the girl who had the date card. And threw it in the fire. Yes, and threw it. That was that was a that was a very smart move because let me tell you, mm-hmm. I, I think that if she didn't throw it in the fire, she would have got painted as the villain of the season. Uh, I don't know about that, but it definitely would have put a target on her back, and people would have been coming for her for real. Yeah, yeah, definitely. She either would have been the villain or the crybaby of the season, where it's just I, like always feeling baby. like. Yeah. People are attacking her and stuff. Facts. 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 I think she made a a smart decision. I think I would have also done the same thing. It makes sense. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And and Joey saw it too. Joey's like, I think that was a really admirable thing. Because then also she brought up another point. She was like, I don't want to be disrespectful to you and your choice. And I was like, oh, that's really fun. Yeah. I mean, personally, if I was in her shoes, I don't think that I would have kept the card either because Mm -mm. it's like, how weird is that that he picks somebody else to go on a date with and then you're like actually it's my date that's kind of weird so yeah i wouldn't want to force myself they were and if they would have gave it to the villain of the season it would have worked really well but i'm trying to figure out who's who's the villain of this season so far who do you think so far it's jess which one's jess again I don't even know how to describe. Well, oh, oh, okay. She was the girl that was on the first episode. She had the first kiss with Joey and she came back in. And oh told my God. I was kiss. like, girl, why would you do that? Why would you do it's that? So lame. Oh, her so and lame. the, and the girl with the bold brows and the pretty eyes and the dark hair. Who's that? Who I can't that? remember her name, but she has like a smoky voice. She's like, she, oh, she's the girl who, who had something on and midday. She's like, okay, I'm going to go change. And she came back. Okay, wait, wait, wait. That's Maria. That's Maria. Okay. Let okay. me say something. Uh-oh. I don't think Maria's a villain. I, I don't just think, think Maria's she's oblivious. I think that Maria is very much just who she is. And I knew she's a lot. Like she's a big personality. Yeah. But episode two, the the most recent episode that just came out confirmed that she's not a villain because that girl that went back and said something to her friend and tried to make it seem like she was being all messy. That confirmed to me that Maria's not a villain because she was just like, girl, like, that wasn't the vibe. Like, that's not what I was trying to give. But I think that is what she was trying to give. You do? Yeah. The way she was talking about it, you got to go back and re- rewind and rewatch it because the way she was talking about it, she was like, I don't understand why it's such a big deal. Like, she's not even that old. I'm lovely. And it was the way that she was saying it. It was condescending. Mm-hmm. And then she switched it up and she was like, no, that's not what I meant. But then when she tried to explain, it was like, girl, you're, you're same thing, like in a improper way. Like this girl was trying to, t- trying to open up about her stuff. And you just like basically dismissed her. I got to rewatch it because I do be zoning out sometimes during the bachelor, but <laughs> I, I watched her, I be zoning out because it's so damn long. And at the beginning when there's not, when there's not real connections going on, I kind of like float yeah. in and out. That's but fair. I felt like I felt like I appreciated that Maria confronted her face yeah. to face and was just like, hey, like, you know, if it came off that way, I'm sorry. That's not yeah. necessarily what I meant. I just kind of think that she's like she's just an extra person like she I she's think extra. she's extra for sure. And I think she kind of lacks a little self-awareness. But I think the only reason why she went to that girl is because she she didn't want the girl to tell Joey that and she said she she made mm-hmm. a statement something along that lines of like, she doesn't want this comeback to to bite her, which I was just like, she did. Oh. I heard her say that. I did. Yeah. That. Yeah. Which means I think she I think she knew what she said was wrong, but she was trying to uh, recant. Nonetheless, I don't, I don't think she's. Maybe yeah, so. I don't. 
I don't think she's necessarily a villain. I do think she's just a really big extra personality. But they'll probably try to paint her as a villain anyways. And yeah, that Jess girl is annoying because why would you come in there and say that? Why would you do that? Why would you? Uh, do you that? know who the real villain is? The real villain who I really don't like, and I'm glad that she's up out of there, is the sister. The first of all, why would they? Why would two sisters go on The Bachelor to date the same man? And you could tell to her, the older sister, it was just a competition because anytime her sister was like, you know, getting along or whatever, she had an issue, and she just didn't like that she was wasn't like immediately chosen. Like, girl. Girl, yeah. there are like 30 she, other women you could here. Tell, you could tell that she was like a really jealous girl. Yeah. Um, jealous of her sister, which is sad. And it seems like her sister is way more even killed than what she is. Yeah. But I just felt like them coming on the show together is absolutely absurd. I personally think the younger sister came first and then the older sister. It was It's the older sister, right? It's annoying. Yeah. Yeah, I think that the older sister, she was like, oh, you're going? Well, I'm going to go too. <laughs> but I can't, Let's I just it. can't, I can't get out of my, because like, as soon as I even think about, I can immediately see her face in my, in my head. Because it's just, she has like this look, it's just like a. Yeah. It's definitely giving evil stepsister. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> I said this it's is giving, Cinderella's sister. That's what it feels like. That's what that's it's like, giving. And I mean, I, I get that a lot of times people go on television and they can get painted in different lights. Yeah. Uh, and all these different things. So I don't know who she is as a person outside of the show, but I just will say on the show, it has not been pleasant watching her. And yeah. also... Um, I just think that it's strange that they would come on the show together. And I think it's strange that they said that they've dated the same guy before in the past. I'm like, what, like, what is what? happening? Yeah, What's going that's, on? that's just weird. But um, anyway, I mean, she she exited herself. So the good because she 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 probably would have been throwing tantrums literally every episode. So I'm glad she kind of left. Yeah. And Joey was like, all right, well, I guess there's nothing I can do to convince you. Uh, have a great life. <laughs> I personally, okay, here's my theory. I think that Joey didn't want to keep her anyways. I agree. I think that, I think that production made them, made him keep her so that it could be an interesting storyline. Story I agree. I agree. Um, I think once he found out that they were siblings, he was he probably said, like, mm -hmm. somebody got to go. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. I think that's why he also, uh, I think production made him keep her. And that's why, mm -hmm. like, uh, during the first uh, rose ceremony, he called her just about last. Um, yeah. To, to make it this big moment. But yeah, I think that was mm -hmm. all production. Yeah, for sure. But I think he actually does like the sister, but it'll be interesting to see how their relationship plays out, given that he now has kind of dated her sister. I don't think it'll be an issue. Know. Not with the sister, though. She seems so unfazed. So wait, looking at all the options now, do you have someone in mind that you think might end up in the top four? Um. Well, I can say that it seems like, I don't know all their names just yet, but Neither the girl it. who threw the card into the fire. I think that he actually really likes her. And I think she got the first impression rose. So typically mm -hmm. first impression roses make it to at least the top four. So mm -hmm. maybe her. And I really enjoy seeing him and Daisy's one-on-one. -on -one. So I think that's that the Daisy girl with the cochlear kind of front. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I yes. think I think she's gonna go far. I'm not actually sure about the the girl who had the date card. I don't know exactly, but I will say I think Daisy will go far. And I think that girl with the the girl who won the last challenge. Um, what does she have? Like the curly hair, and she's from Hawaii or something. Oh yes, yes, yes. I can see them going far too. I think she'll go far. Too. Although, hmm. although I was hmm. very disturbed by our our sister our black sister on there crying on the first night and jumping over the table like that, because that was completely what? unnecessary. Okay. 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 So it's not just me. Cause even, sorry, even in the second episode, she was like starting to do that tear up thing. And I'm like, girl, get it together. What are you doing? What are you doing? What is this? What is this? Stop. What is this? Stop yeah, she it. was doing too much. It, bruh, the way she the way she dove over that table, I said, are you okay? <laughs> I was sitting there with my wine. 
I was sitting there with my wine. I said, all right. God Wait, you should you should go back to see, go back to look when you go back to look at uh what Maria says. Go back to look at the other black girl. She's at the end of the table. She literally watches her do that and she goes and she just stands there. She's like, Yeah, what the fuck? No, no way. Sister, stand up. Sister, stand up. God damn it. Don't be jumping over no more tables for no men. <laughs> It's just never that deep. It's just never that deep. Maybe she's a competitive spirit, but I mean, I just, I couldn't envision myself, but I'm also not a very competitive person. In that situation, if I was on the other side of the table, I would have been like, I'm like and just right. walked around and found a seat. Literally, literally. <laughs> I guess I'll take this one. <laughs> she did a... And ended up in that girl table. lap. Crazy. crazy she probably crazy. hurt herself all right well we have given y'all the longest i think this might be one of our longest episodes we had fun today this was a fun episode so please make sure to submit your listener submissions um we hope to do these once a month that's always the goal so we're gonna try to do better this year um, so submit your listener submissions. You can find the link in our Instagram bio, click on the link tree and find the listener submission link. And you can click there and just submit. Um, yeah. And also we would love to hear you all's thoughts on all of the hot topics and different listener submissions that you have submitted. So please comment um, on the YouTube channel. You can find us at feel in the blank podcast. Um, you can find us being silly over at TikTok at Feel in the Blank Pod. And then on Instagram, we are Feel in the Blank underscore. I am it's K.G and Ayana is at Ayana.amore. We love you guys and we'll catch you next time. Love Bye. You. Bye.